Hello, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Joy. Oh, so happy to have you with us today. I am thrilled to have in my studio today just a fantastic man. We met about three years ago when I interviewed him, and he just inspired me. And what is fun is my guest today, Mitch Poe, he is also a Seattle area gentleman. So I just love that, that Mitch is in our area. He is the author of The Four Ideals for Human Engagement. It's just absolutely fantastic. So first off, Mitch, welcome. Thank you, Paula. Oh. Uh, I'll have trouble not giggling today. I get, <laughs> <laughs> I, when we're together and I have the chance to be with you, this magic. It was from the very first minute we met, and I'm grateful to come share today. If I can contain that little giggle, it's going to be inside of me, and we'll, we'll do well. We're just going to have fun, and <laughs> we're going to have everyone else laughing, too. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a, a you know, half hour of giggles today, plus mm -hmm. inspiration and information. I'm so excited. Well, Mitch, let me ask you right off, you know, the show is called Finding Your Joy. Have you, have you found your joy? Uh, you know, tell us about that. What's the formula? Well, you know, when you say finding your joy, those three words have been going through my head since we spoke a couple of weeks ago. And three very small words, finding your joy. And I find myself, as I do as an operations kind of a guy, I, I handle operations, I reverse engineer. So if you get to the end of joy, I reverse engineer it and say, okay, well, if we start with joy and go backwards, then we'll figure it out. I am experiencing the greatest joy I've ever had in my life. I've had a happy, joyful life. I really have. But I can tell you, in a more deliberate way than ever, and a more lasting, peaceful, beautiful, happy way, I'm experiencing very deep joy. And oh. The beautiful part is it's not an accident. You don't just find it because I tripped over it or it fell there. Though I think the universe delivers to us and keeps coaxing us little things along the way to wake up to what's possible. That's happened. But now there's such a clarity as to how it happens and why. And so my joy is deliberate and it's chosen. It's not accidental. And I believe part of what we're going to share today, I hope, will really open some doors and windows and lights and ahas for all the audience to find some keys, to, yeah. to find your joy. Yeah. So we'll talk about all three of those, but I am, I'm very happy, very happy, Paula. I love that. And I love your statement, my joy is deliberate. Wow, that's powerful. It's, yes, and it sticks with you. You don't wake up, hopefully, on the right side of the bed today. Oh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm going to be a grump. I'm just going to be grumpy. And you say, <laughs> no, no, no. Then get back in bed and fall out of the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness is on the other side of the bed. Don't fall out of the grumpy side. Fall on the happy side. <laughs> and, and you can. You really can. Deliberately. Now, that sounds simple. And it's easy to say. It's... It's, there's, it's, there's an elegant solution here. Elegant solutions are very simple, but that doesn't mean learning and applying it is dying a snap mm -hmm. or that it doesn't have continuity and depth to it because I don't think you can have lasting happiness and joy in a superficial way. Lasting happiness and joy 
neither one are superficial and they're not found just with a flick of a finger or a, a quick little let's have some fun. Yes. Happiness and joy is a state of being that we can enjoy constantly, even in this ever-changing, somewhat perplexing and challenging world we live in. Yeah. And wouldn't you say that happiness and joy is at this moment? It's at this moment. We can't say, oh, I'm going to be happy 20 minutes from now. Happiness is at this moment, wouldn't you say? Yes. In fact, when 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 you begin to understand that, that this moment is really all you have, we're always skipping now for what's coming. But by the time we get there, we're skipping it for what's coming next. Yes. If we were in the eternal now, you know, they say, um, yesterday is, you know, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery, but today's a gift. That's why they call it the present. Oh. Isn't that oh. sweet? So this yes. minute, this moment, we can enjoy a happiness and enjoy a joy that's very deliberate and we can just kind of bathe in it. And I feel it, it gives me goosebumps, makes yes. my heart happy, makes me joyful all over and thoughts that run easily when you're in this state. Yes. But it is now, it is in this moment, not I'll be happy, I hope in a week from now when I get my paycheck or I'll be happy two months from now when we go on that vacation or right. I'll be happy when that dog next door stops barking. <laughs> you know, I'll be happy when something stops or starts. No, happiness is being. It's a state of being. Yes. Yes. It's in the moment. It's now. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us, Mitch, about your four ideals. Do they deal with happiness? They do. It's a very specific way of engaging the will for accomplishment. And that is to throw your heart over the bar. Superman that superhero under the most terrible circumstances when the arch villains have got them cornered and they're kryptonite with Superman or poor Spider-Man's trapped in a corner and they're pounding him. Whatever's going on, it's the will in the end. I talk about the W behind the S. Superman's power isn't the S, it's the W behind the S. It's that will down inside. The will is everything. It needs to be free and it can be powerful. The four ideals for human engagement is human engagement of the will. Oh. A person engages their will, they throw their heart out of their bar, and they do extraordinary things at work and anything that they do. The four ideals illuminates that and guarantees that it will happen. Oh. I've been doing it for many years now, and I can guarantee you I can help any group, individual, or team come to great engagement, wonderful effectiveness, powerful uh, achievement, and at the same time be happy and joyful as they do it. That's been perfected. I, uh, I think we're ready to share that with the whole wide world. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you help so many others. Well, that's the joy. Oh. Okay, you know, so we're finding our joy, my yeah. joy, finding your joy. My joy is when someone else's light turns on and they get it. You see, I'm the grandchild of, of a man in the 1940s who took his family out of Texas, West Texas, out of the Dust Bowl, tied everything on their one-wheel trailer in the 37 Plymouth, and they drove Highway 66 to Southern California. It, it, it's the famous story of America. When people started coming west, it was the second gold rush. You know, after Sutter's Mill in the 1800s, yeah. the 1940s was that second gold rush to get to the California coast to begin a new life. Um, I come from those roots. That's where 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 I I begin, 
and uh, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Potatoes. Yeah. It, it, it's where the rubber hits the road, yes. and um, I don't think you have to have a PhD to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Right. You really don't. <laughs> I mean, really, it's it's fairly simple. It is. Yeah. It's Once you simple. you get that key in the in the hole, so many things open up. Yes, they don't do. They? Yes, they do. And we can deliberately today talk about, we'll reverse engineer from joy. I want to talk about happiness, fun, happiness, and joy. Okay. So we can get distinction. And then we'll talk about your joy. And then we'll talk about finding it. And my joy is because I come from those roots, it was information that turned on the light that gave my family the chance to improve. Right? Yes. Once they got to California, granddad went around, knocked on the door. They told him, go home, stupid Okie. We don't need your kind out here. And he said, y'all, y'all have a job, please. Oh. And folks were too kind sometimes yeah. for people coming in out of nowhere. But that Okie produced some wonderful sons. And um, as they gained information, they ended up producing some of the finest technology in the world. Okies, without education, some illiterate, give a person a chance to thrive, give them new information. So for me, I look for those folks that are in a spot in their lives where they're just lacking information, that's all. They just need that little bridge. And so I come in and I play bridge. I'm the bridge and we help them walk over that bridge over to this new state of awareness and excitement. And when they get it, the truth makes you free. And so when I see that, that's my life, that's my joy. Finding my joy is communicating truth to set people free living it myself in such a way that when I'm around people, they feel good. Yes. You show up and they go, oh, wow, I feel better. I said, good. Uh, That's the goal. That's my joy. So I'm finding my joy every day. I love it. I love it. And I find my joy in connecting with people like you and sharing with so many and, you know, receiving messages from my listeners. I just, it's, it's everything. Well, it reminds me, you know, I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell and The Tipping Point, that book probably 10, 15 years ago on CD while I was driving around the car. And it talks about connectors and that they're very important. So, Paula, I think you're a connector. You were one of those that brings a tipping point to society by connecting the right people and the right information that it tips mm-hmm. and helps society change. I'm so grateful you're out on the forefront Thank sounding you. your message without fear. Without worry, with such joy, with such happiness, your enthusiasm is absolutely <laughs> contagious. You're like, hi. And I think, Paula. I just need to call Paula to hear her say, hi. <laughs> oh, no, it's good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, shall we talk about yes. what do you think? Oh, how about give everyone a bit of a breakdown? You know, with the steps, the, the okay. fun. The, and the know, happiness and happiness the joy. Okay, let's joy. do that. You know, what's the difference well, in those? Well, there's something that came to mind. My wife has this dictionary that's about this thick. Mm-hmm. And we use it for everything. I believe it's probably you know, 120 years old by now. And it's one of those wonderful old, great big, big dictionaries that you put your children, you, you have your children sit them on, at, at the dinner table. It's like yes. a booster chair back in the day. Yeah. So. We say our children learn by osmosis, right? So they sit on a great big book, maybe they'll get smarter or not. <laughs> um, anyway, we use this book all the time. And the thought came to me, take a look at the definitions from this older dictionary, not a current one, but the older dictionary, for joy, happiness, and fun. Yeah. 
Because some people equate fun as being happy and happiness. No, it's not. And, and happiness is connected to fun. It can be. And, and fun and happiness can be connected to joy, but joy is different than happiness. It's different than fun. So I thought, okay, I'll get a definition so we can work on it together. This amazed me. I looked up joy first. Okay. okay so if you go uh, fun, happiness, joy, it, goes, it was even alphabetical, but it was backward. And if you'll notice, I do everything backward and upside down. <laughs> My four <laughs> ideals are upside down. We go from one, two, three, four from the bottom up. Um, because I believe the world has turned itself upside down and backwards and it's a little bit crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to be the crazy guy who turns it back over by doing everything else backward and upside down. See, so we reverse it. what's happened in our upside down society and backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the definition of joy is about that long. There are just so many wow. descriptions. It, it's huge. And then happiness is about the same. Do you know what, how big the definitions for fun is in that book? No. Two words, one line. Two I, I words? Almost, I almost skipped it. I was going through the F, F uh, getting down to F-U-N. I went, oh, oh, it was M and then on to something else. Well, where is it? It should be about that big. Uh -uh. Yeah. It was two words. It was merriment. Merriment? Merriment and making fun of someone. Making fun or mocking or joking. That is the last okay. thing I would think. Isn't when I weird? think fun, I think activities, activity I think and, and communication, playing, and, and, and yes. roller coasters, and movies, yeah. and fun, like we have it today. So yes. I think our definition today would probably be this big of fun, <laughs> yes. maybe this big of happiness, maybe that big of joy, because yes. we've gotten so fun-centered. Yes. 120 years ago, it was upside down. Joy was huge, happiness was huge, and fun was this little, little thing wow. right here. So let's think about that. Yes. Fun, just playing, just getting the next toy or having the next adventure, we think leads to happiness. It doesn't. They're not connected. That's not the formula. It doesn't go, hey, I'll have some fun and then I'll feel happy and then I'll have joy. No, 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 no. You're no, right. No. We do think no. that way. It should be backwards. Okay. Fun is the icing on the cake of a person who is peaceful and has true happiness and deep joy. Then fun is just a tickle, and you go woo. When you're done, you're still happy and you're still joyful because you're peaceful. Wow. So let's put the formula together. You know, my I can never hear on my fingers. Yes. <laughs> no happiness or joy can last without peace. Happiness and joy are built on peace. Now, so think about it. I need to be peaceful. You can go have fun. And for a moment, you feel happy. I, woo, doo -doo -doo -doo, but it's gone in an hour. The movie's over. And now you're stuck in traffic. And now you don't like this. And your boyfriend didn't, didn't, didn't look at you right. And your husband's being just honoring. Also, watch this football game. Leave me alone. And, or my wife, she just won't quit bothering me all the time. When the kids are upside down. And so right. all the things of life interrupt because fun doesn't last. And you can't do it all day. Yeah. When you see people that are trying to have fun every minute, every day, they're dependent on other things and other people for fun, to make them feel a, a, a physiological excitement. And they think, oh, this is fun, this is fun, this is fun. You can't maintain it. Right, and so when we're missing that fun, we're not having fun right now, I guess that means I have to be uh, unhappy. No, I'm unhappy because I'm not yes. having fun. See, if you put it like that, you'll never be happy because yes. fun can't create happiness. Yes. Now, if you're already happy, fun's a thrill. Like you yeah. and I, we get together, we're comfortable in our own skin, 
we don't need to impress anybody. We're just yeah. happy to be together. Yeah. And so our happiness comes and as soon as we see each other, now it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have fun to be happy. Right. Right. Because fun doesn't always doesn't create happiness. It just doesn't link that way. So so we need to think about that. The hard part is is that most people, so many folks, have bought off on the idea that fun is happiness. But you can tell money can't buy it, position can't obtain it, mm -hmm. clothes don't give it to you. Yes. The fun of being in a brand new car is neat. But until people start stop saying, wow, what a neat car. How do you feel? Well, it kind of feels neat, but doesn't make me happy. Yeah. I had a good friend say, you know, I make money, money doesn't make me. I, love I make that. money, money doesn't make me, things don't make me. I, I'm love a, I am the most marvelous creation in the universe. A human being is the most precious, wonderful potential there is. Yeah. I'm happiness, not things. So yeah. why would we think, this is what's so odd. It's like taking this couch behind us here, Paula, and saying, make me happy, couch, because you're a thing. It's, it, it's not a thing. Now, if it represents something that connects to the thing, which is a person, I'm not a thing, I'm the thing. Yes. I am the thing, you're the thing. We as human beings are the thing. We experience happiness because of what we are as a being. I don't need a thing, uh, suspenders or a shirt. I mean, it's comfortable, I want my shirt on and I want my pants to stay up. But they don't make me anything. They just help serve what I already am. And so when you put your trust in fun or things to make you happy, it doesn't work because they don't. They're not alive. Happiness comes from a lie. It's really all about people and relationships. That's the core center of true happiness and joy. So happiness is an elevated feeling of um, kind of an energy. You feel happy. You want to mm -hmm. smile. You want to laugh. That's happiness. It's contagious. You have it. I've never seen you without it. Um, I would love to know your formula and more. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, the audience gratitude. has heard more and more. That's my Isn't it? It's gratitude. It's, it's like if I can wake up every morning, no matter what challenges I have, what's going on, I'm going to think about something I'm grateful for. And it just uh, changes the perspective. That's kind of my personal. That's your key to turn. Mm -hmm. You know, they say it's a great attitude of gratitude. Gratitude is a great mm -hmm. attitude to have. And others, I've heard said that gratitude is the beginning of all right desire. Mm. When you're grateful for something, then you have a desire. It's the law of reciprocity that people say, reciprocal mm -hmm. sharing. I feel something good from someone, I hand off, you pay it forward. Yes. And you reciprocate that. That is gratitude. And so when you're grateful, instead of, me, mine, I want this, I want that. I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to say, oh, I'm so thankful to be alive. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to have food. Yeah. I'm thankful the air is on today and I can breathe. Yeah. When you live in an attitude of gratitude, you have a foundation of peace. A person that experiences cognitive dissonance, you're having a difficulty in a relationship or with another person or a thing that's bothering you, you can't be happy. Mm-hmm. And you can't experience joy because underneath it all is that little thing that's eating at you. It's got your stomach out of that thing here. And okay, you're talking to someone, oh, this is fun, fun. And you're in fact, your brain's going, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. I'm so worried and I'm so fearful. If you have underlying fears and worries that are constantly interrupting you, you can't have a peaceful soul. That's the foundation upon which 
you then bring happiness and joy on you too. See, happiness and joy, if you pour into something that has holes in the bottom and pours right out, your foundation is solid and peaceful. Mm -hmm. Now I have something to maintain. So what do you recommend to people that have something that's holding them back? How do they find that little key for themselves? How do you unlock it? Yes. You, you, you learn to resolve. You say, I'm sorry. I apologize. Sometimes our pride gets in the way. We become, people, I'm just, that's just the way I am. That's what you're going to have to be. And I, and I say, no, you're not. Now, you can be proactive. Stephen Covey, it was one of the greatest things he, he came up with is seven habits for highly effective people. And he learned from so many that were very effective. He didn't create those things. He learned and put them in a beautiful order. He said, no, proactivity means I'm in charge of me and I choose. So I think following you say, I choose to be grateful. I choose to find your joy. I choose love. When you when you're a captive, when you're imprisoned by fear and worry and doubt and contention and anger, you're locked in and you and you, you will remain locked in and miserable in that world. People go, well, I want out, I need to get out. Mm -hmm. Well then choose let go of your fears your anger and your pride don't say i'm i'm gonna argue they're wrong they're wrong and i'm gonna i'm gonna prove them i'm right and just, just let it go let it go what is an argument worth over a relationship let go let go and let god let go and let the universe let go and let love and who are you to not forgive who am i to not forgive am i some great judge in the cosmos that because a person did something wrong to me or bad to me that now they're going to suffer forever because I'm not forgetting them? Who am I not to forgive anybody? Who am I? I'm, I'm no one to hold something over another. We're in this boat together. We're, we're all imperfect. And so when you begin to recognize and just let go of those things and then choose those things that bring peace, yes. turn off the noise, sit in a calm place. Some people go out into nature. Yes. It's their great solace. It's their temple. It's their connecting place. I, I recommend that highly. It's music that brings peace to you. It, let go and let go of all of those things. And then at a certain point in my life, I, I was seeking, really seeking light, really seeking that peace. And I had thoughts coming to me. Oh, well, then you need to go reconcile with this person. And I thought, oh, that was like a couple of years ago. Well, if you want what you want, you need to fix those. So I went and looked them up and knocked on their door. Yes. <laughs> and they went, yes. what are you doing here? I said, I'm sorry. I, I'm, and they looked at me dumbstruck. They're like, what? I go, I'm sorry. And, and it, when I got, became quiet and asked, yes. little steps were revealed to me of what to fix to get over it so I found peace. And once I found the peace, then the happiness and joy could grow. But they say in those two definitions of happiness and joy, the expectation of a good thing and the experience of having obtained a good thing, that's happiness. Wow. See, when you are happy, what's the good thing that we're anticipating? Just feeling each other's energy and smiling. Yeah. So I'm feeling happy at the thought of you because I have the expectation of a good thing. It's Paula Vale. It's happiness. And I'm already feeling happy anticipating the good thing. It's an expectation. It's hope. 
Yes. When you hope and expect something good, you start feeling happy about it, <laughs> right? And then when you get it and enjoy it, that's happiness. And when it stays, now you have joy. So with our grandchildren, you were asking about Christmas. We yes. had nine grandchildren yes. and we had a marvelous time. 18 of us out freezing in Eatonville at this amazing barn. And the photographer got oh. us all set up. And we all were, were bundled up and this is okay, we're taking off your clothes and act like it's warm. <laughs> and so, and so it, it, except for the red noses and red ears that oh. were belying our, our frozen condition, we were all trying to be happy. We had such a great time. And to hug the little ones, and they were so free because the adults are free, and no one's yes. angry. We're not forcing you better go over here and get your picture taken. What a terrible way to take a picture. Yeah. Let's be happy. And the photographer said, Oh, everybody, and everyone's natural because she was so delightful. You see, as we went through the day, we had the pictures, and we had some lunch, and then we played some games, we had some presents, and we the children interacted with the parents and the kids. We had a, a scavenger hunt for the kids. Everything was so harmonious. Yes. I sat back, Paula, 30, almost 37 years of marriage. Three uh, of our children married and our daughter uh, pursuing her education at this point. Yes. As I took all of that in from that state of peace, because I wasn't bugged and no one was bugged, there was a joy that sunk so deep into my heart that I thought I would float right off the earth. That's joy, the relationships of having found and we had hoped for a good thing in having children. Yeah. We had an expectation of raising them in a way that they would be positive, contributing, caring, loving, forgiving, kind people, and they've become that. And so the anticipation of what would come brought the happiness, though, though there were a lot of hard things along the way. Don't, don't get me wrong. We didn't put up raising kids happy every minute. That's, that's right. not reality. There's tough, hard things to do. But when you face tough, hard things and you have the will to choose good and you anticipate good and then you get the good, now you're happy. And when that good is really good, there is an immense And you see joy. things come through and enjoy. Oh, oh, Mitch, you are just so fantastic. Cool? <laughs> we, we're going to have to do another show. We yes, have we so much more to talk about. Yes, we do. Is there anything, do you want to share any contact information with anyone? Um, just, you know, you can go to Mitch Pogue, M-I-T-C-H-P-O-G-U-E. That's like Vogue or Rogue with a P. Mm -hmm. Vogue for me, Rogue for my wife. That's a P. MitchPogue.com, you can go there. There's some beginnings of our website or the four ideals. Put that in the search bar, you'll find it there. Love There's it. contact information if you need it. Um, a final thought is I hope, I pray, and I share the deepest joy and happiness with all the audiences out there today. It is possible. It's simple. We just need to relax a little bit, resolve those issues, listen, and let that guide come in and tell you how what to fix. Just do it. You don't need someone else to tell you what to fix unless you feel moved that way. Yeah. Maybe there's a great practitioner that's going to unlock the door for you. Get those things resolved. Get your peace in place and then start putting the true joy and happiness of relationship together. And then go out and have a great deal of fun at the same time. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, everyone. And